All right, welcome back, Tossers, to another episode. What's happened in the last week, Crawls? We're back. Every week a lot happens, Jack, and yeah, we're back again. We're back. Unfortunately, the submarine's not. We're, okay, what? Are we going to start off the top <laughs> with that? Because I've gone deep in, like, the theories. Have you been reading into it about the Epstein leaked files on Monday and then impeachment of Joe Biden another day and then something else happened? And Wait, then you're saying a few of the billionaires are the same ones who are on the pedophile island? No, 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 no. So this is – so apparently they, the Navy SEALs knew that they passed away on Sunday. Yeah, and they didn't drop the news. Correct, and the media deliberately – rolled it out for that those many days. And then, in that, done. and then in that time, 47 million emails between Epstein and JP Morgan, was it Morgan Chase, Morgan Stanley? Could, yeah. They got deleted, the they man. got released and got deleted. And then Biden got impeached and there was like two other things. I've been watching theories about it all day. Everything's a publicity stunt. Everything's a publicity stunt. Oh, there was something else. All I was going to say though, I don't get like a submarine filled with billionaires. And they were all too tight to pay for a pair of air tags. Oh, no, down in the, <laughs> I think everyone assumed. Well, you don't assume the worst. I mean, if you you think you're going to get lost down in the sea, I think you that is like all doom and gloom. I think you're, gonna, <laughs> you're probably going to die. Like, I've I've heard that James Cameron's already started. Um, you know, producing for Titanic <laughs> two. Titanic two, yeah. <laughs> you, well, he uh, he would he. Wait, in the Titanic, they had a submarine, didn't they? I think so, because that's how but they that, found the jewel. What is it? The 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 rose, the ruby of the sea, or something like that? And it had claws on it. Was someone in it, or was it like a a robot, a drone sort of one? What is it? I d- oh, I don't know. And like, I don't understand. You were small, cramped in there. I don't think there were any toilets. There was, certainly wasn't any alcohol. A small little hole you could see. Yeah. Wouldn't you have just been better off just paying three thousand bucks for an Apple headset? A hundred percent. And then just. Going under. Yeah. I mean, yes, it's better value for money and you don't die. So, like, there are two things I look when I look for a product. I mean, yeah, that is a good experience. Cost is the number one. Cost, yeah, cost is the number one. But then you, have you seen the videos of him? <laughs> like, the dude's just – he's like, yeah, this is seven how many, seven inch thick or – wait, how thick would the glass be? Seven inches. Seven inch thick, and he said, oh, "Yeah, that's massive." And then Seven he goes, inches is way too big. And he goes, "You get a you you get a warning shot when the glass is about to go because it all cracks." I was like, "Geez, man, this there's jokes aren't going down so well now, are they?" <laughs> after the after you've just imploded, but yeah, apparently the pressure just immediately they just went bang, and that was it. They're all dead. Instantly. Slow and out on Sunday, but we were still holding out hope till Thursday. Yeah, like they, they were dragging it out. It's, it's a like, media man. It's like one, like you know, when Netflix puts out a new show and the first season's so good, and they're like, oh, "We're going to do another five of these," and they just draw you out because they can keep making money. Yeah, like that, the Idol show. Yeah, have you heard about? You know the one I talked about yeah. the week. Well, it's got it's so bad. So Elliot and I, my housemate, have been watching it. We're just like, well, let's just push for, through and see if it gets better. The episodes have, weirdly, they've gotten worse. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't expect that out of a show. Apparently, it had been cut to eight episodes from the original 12. And then this is, like, in season, right? So, they've been releasing it every Monday. They cut it to six, and now they've cut it again to five episodes. What happened to the days, like the early 2000s, where TV shows would come out and it was, like, standard 24 episodes? Correct. Oh, like, yeah, that they're different. But, yeah, now it's like, no, but, like, Soprano. Oh, yeah, Sopranos was pretty long as well, actually. But yeah, now they're more... Game of Thrones was like 12 solid apps, wasn't it? It was originally, but then they cut it down. Like the last season, I reckon, was only like six or yeah. seven. They went to eight. But I guess like every episode's a movie sort of thing. But this one had been cut 
I don't think any other show has been cut episodes while it's been playing. You know, like <laughs> they're just, just like, a selective edit. They're just like, we need to fucking get out of this. Like, this is an absolute bomb. And the last episode we watched was like terrible. Like, they're just torturing these poor musicians in this massive mansion. Like, it was they. Our boy Troy Savan, the Aussie boy, yeah, you know, Troy Savan, my Jewel Leapers BFF, really, my ex next door neighbor. Really? Well, he, he lived in Carlton when I lived in Carlton. I knew where he lived. I think a lot of people same know where suburb, his house was. same thing. Well, no, it was as the crow flies. I think his house was maybe fifty to hundred meters away yeah. from my place. So I claim that as a neighbor. And the reason I found his house was I was watching his architectural digest, and then I noticed his window, and he said where he was, and I noticed the park. I was like. I'm pretty sure that's just around the corner. <laughs> and then do what with that information what you will. That I didn't really stalk him at his house, but <laughs> but he was a neighbour for a period there Thank in you. lockdown. But no, it's been cut, so the episode's been cut. Troy Savan got tied, like he tried to run away and they tied him up and put a, like a shock collar on his neck and just left him there and like he peed his pants and stuff. And then he still... In the TV show in real life? This is in the, no, this wasn't me. I didn't break into his house. <laughs> it's not me. It's not me in Troy's house. <laughs> no, it's uh, in the show. And then he, we thought he was a nice guy. We we're pushing for Troy. Like, you save her. Like, this, this cult leader is going to get her. No, nah, he gets tied up, gets abused, doesn't leave the house when he gets, like, let out, turns to their side as well. It's like... Um, it's a full cult thing. Who's the guy off Game of Thrones? The... Reek? You know, yeah, Reek, yeah. yeah, no cock. Cutty schlong off, and then just like becomes completely okay. Yeah, correct. It's like that. Yeah, yes, it's yes. like full on Stockholm syndrome. It's like how everyone in Victoria fucking loves Dan Andrews. Well, they could have, yeah, they could have cut his cock off, but they didn't show that. I didn't <laughs> see it. The way, as bad as the show is, it probably wouldn't have been that bad. But it's terrible. So we've only got one episode left, which is great because we wanted it to be over. Like. <laughs> We don't want to watch this anymore. You start it, you're so invested in it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But on the subject of terrible television, I don't know if you tuned it on Sunday to Nine's biopic on Shane Warne. I was the first one I saw yeah. that advertised, but I didn't They've really it. gone down the gutter. Now, don't get me wrong, Shane Warne is one of the greatest Australians ever, a true inspiration to Without young boys in this country mm-hmm. of what you can achieve. And I'm not talking about cricket. I'm talking about the fact that a bogan with... Frosted blonde tips from Fern Tree Gully, who loves darts and meat pies, can pull Liz Hurley. Yeah. That he is, is an inspiration <laughs> to many a young boy. <laughs> he may have bowled, bowled some of the best balls of all time. Got 700 wickets. Been the best batsman to never make 100. But he will never eclipse the feats which he did off the field. No, and punching darts. Dad bod, the original dad bod as well, probably. It is amazing. <laughs> But apparently, just there you go. Nice guys. Is he a nice? He's a nice guy. He's got. I was so going to say nice every, guys don't finish last, but then he's also a bit of a bad boy as well. Everyone loves him. Like he's just yeah. a classic, just Australian larrikin. Well, he's every time his highlights pop up on Facebook or stuff. Like I don't know how he could spin the ball that well. No oh. one else has. Don't you reckon it's mental though? Like the the best bowler of a generation would have inspired so many young boys to try leg spin. And, like, despite doing that, so many people trying it, no one now nah, no one is any good at it because it just proves how difficult it is. Yeah. When do you reckon that era of just the blokey larrikins died in cricket? Do you reckon it was around the, the circa the Michael Clark sort of time? Uh, I think, well, Warney was probably last of his kind, I'd say. Yeah. So that generation before that, before Punter in that era, I think Warney was the last. He sort of carried over from that era where they had Booney and... 
Well, um, the, who else was around? Uh, Murph using like there's sort of a bit of Larrikin's character. They carried on in the, but we I think we just got so good and it got so professional cricket. Yeah, like they get paid so much that you can't really fuck around. Like as much. St- Steve Smith wouldn't be sinking ten pints the night. Mate, he's doing the opposite. Bat. What are you talking about? He's shadow. He's shadow batting in his room for about <laughs> ten hours. That's what he does. He's bet, he's, at, bet at seven. He's well hydrated. But it, it, we've said it before. You know, the blokes in the seventies would have ten schooners a night, and then wake up, go out. Face 150 kilometer thunderbolts without a helmet, yeah. and they were hung over. Yeah, and they didn't no problem. Whereas, yeah, see, Warney can do that. He's just bowling leg spin, so I guess he could just get on the piss and go out as well. <laughs> like he was fine, but the others, yeah, nah. I don't know. I did, do any players do it now? Still, like you get the English batsman who go out and punch someone in a club or something. Like that's a classic. Yeah, or, or David Warner, but he probably doesn't get pissed before a game. I think Finchie was probably like you know one of the last. Blokey blokes, a, a boy from Colac, country boy. You know, he he loved the gaspers. Yeah, he'd be he'd get. It. Oh, and um, oh, what's his name? Pattinson. Yeah, he loves a few frothies. He, he's one. Of, he's <laughs> blo- He's I shouldn't say. He's blown out. Have you seen him? He's local. A local cricket. Oh, I haven't. The boys do enjoy re- retirement. That's for sure. They reckon Pattinson like textbook man child. And he went to Halebury College. And when he was 16, right, he could bowl 140, 150 Jeez. k's an hour. And he's playing school cricket. They had to make him bowl off a shortened run-up because they were scared <laughs> that he was going to kill someone. Like, imagine you think you're a good batsman. It's like school cricket. You're in year 11. And old mate's coming in who's, you know, about two years of playing for Australia, bowling 140 kilometre an Mate, hour. Walk thunderbolts yeah, in your head. You walk away from the stumps. Not a fucking chance you're facing. Yeah. But even just, in local cricket now, like when he's just retired, like, there's not a chance you want to face him either. <laughs> like, hell no. Look at the stalwarts going back to local sport. Like, Bernie Vince went out and played country football, I think it was last week or the week before, and got, like, 39 touches, and it was something like six yeah, goals. Yeah, they don't lose it. Whereas who went out Who went out? Was that was a bit chubby and did shit all. Like, Kane Corns, I don't think he played really well. <laughs> but then they got another team got Josh Kennedy, like, yeah. who retired last year. And we'll okay, how's that for? He's built like a Dorito. Like he's the perfect body, massive, massive shoulders. He was in my most top five handsome AFL players. If I, I did have a list of that, well, exactly. He's come straight out of the system. Was playing well in AFL to go to a country town, right? Where you got mugs like you and me <laughs> kicking around. Yeah. So you as the, as the opposition team, do you just go fuck? Like put three blokes on him. But also, yeah, do you go out and just whack him? <laughs> like it depends I mean if you're on the ladder High enough on the ladder It's, it's not the 80s Yeah true You can't take them out well, Speaking of footy Hey I played on the weekend Yeah Tell us about it Not too much No no not too much So I filled in for um, A thirds team down here Because a classic Everyone goes to Europe Yeah So we had 10 fill-ins For the game Well um, I think I'll touch on that Because you were playing In the Vaffa right yeah. They absolutely got torn to shreds because it's very much a private schoolboy football comp. And every year, the teams are losing half their players to Europe. So what they did was they were tactical with the buys. There's like a double buy in a row yeah, in June right. or July. So like, all right, go away, get your four weeks out of your system. <laughs> but even blokes who have paid plays in the country are doing that. Like back in the 80s, mate, you'd get scolded if you missed a training. It'd be three degrees pouring rain. Yeah, you've got – and we've got mates who won't go overseas now because of that. They probably should take a couple of bye weeks. Like, country should, should, should as well. Yeah. Especially if you're close enough to a big city because a lot of the boys drive up. But, um, yeah, so they've all gone away. And we had 10 fill-ins. So, 
the pre the pregame speech was like, all right, boys, like, you know, we really want to play finals. Like, go out there and like show them what we're made of. I'm like, half the team, this is like their f- our first game together. <laughs> like, we're not going to be playing finals, buddy. <laughs> the bench warmers. He's trying to, yeah, he's trying to rev up the rest of the team. And half the team, like the rest of the 10 of us are like, yeah, man, yeah. Can't wait to play finals this end of the year. Yeah. But we got the, we got the chocolates anyway. Oh my God, I haven't run in a year. And I was pulling myself off after about five minutes. I had to be like, just <laughs> switch, switch. And then you just go as hard as you normally do. And I've got bruises all over my body. Mate, there's nothing that would get you as tired as football. Like, you can run as much as you want go to the gym, but actually getting hit by people, like... Yeah, not used to it. Here, you can see on the back of... See the bruise there? Yeah. Probably see the camera, the um, the lights can't show you. And I've got them on my arm, so I just went to the sauna then as well. So I'm real relaxed right now. Real wholesome. I thought I was going to fall asleep on the, on, the, <laughs> on the couch here. But I've got bruises everywhere. It looked like someone beating me up. Like it isn't, and is everything right at home, mate? Yeah, well, that is the thing. I'm not sure. Am I getting? Are they like old bruises? Because they're like looking yellow and stuff. I don't remember bruising like this. <laughs> or do I bruise more as you get older? And I'm only 28, but I, it's like you've probably been drinking too much alcohol. The, the welts come up. Is that why it's come up? Yeah. yeah. To be fair, yeah, we got straight on the piss after, after the game. <laughs> that is the classic in the thirties. We've just got the the slab in the middle, and I think we drank the beer and tried to sing a song. Good Terrible yeah. song as well. You touch on though everyone going to Europe, and I mean we've spoken about it before, but my God, you just wake up, you turn Instagram on, and mate, you don't even have to be there. You almost feel like you're there. Story, bang, Greece, Malfi Coast, like everywhere, and you know one thing that really, really just pisses me off and gets like grinds my gears. Mm-hmm. There'll be like C grade influencers in Melbourne who've got like thirty, forty, fifty thousand followers, and they'll just put up a story or a post being like. Hey, just going to Europe for like two months. If any brands want to, um, you know, collaborate collaborate with me, please reach out. And it's like, no one wants to collaborate with you and Mykonos, mate. They probably like, don't know who they are. Yeah. That is, that, that's a different type of influencer where they try and get the free meals. Oh. We'll post about this, but you got to give us a free meal. Like, and they, fuck they off. Get, Pay money for it. Yeah, it's like you got 30,000 followers in fucking Melbourne. Like, what European brand is going to, like, do a paid promotion with you? Like, no, no one, cares. one cares, mate. Just stick to your OnlyFans. Yeah. You know? You're getting paid good money there anyway. Mate, and then, like, everyone talks about, oh, I love <laughs> Europe because there's so many different countries and the culture. And it's like, mate, the only culture you're experiencing is, like, hanging around, you know, other Australians who went to the same yeah, schools much. as you, yeah. having a crippling nicotine addiction and just hooking up with other Australians on the back of a yacht in Croatia. Like That sounds like a good bloody holiday. Oh, it sounds good, <laughs> but it's not very cultured. <laughs> not at all. No, you get in the towns, yeah, that's about it. Not much culture. Have you seen those videos popping up, speaking of influences? On my feed now is like, so I'll be an OnlyFans model, but I don't know. It just, it's just a model like, oh, do you want a mystery gift or a year-long subscription? <laughs> and I did took me like double it or pass it to well, the it took Well, yeah, it took me multiple videos to understand that what year long subscription meant. I was like, oh, year long for my OnlyFans to yeah. subscribe, or do you want what's in the box? And they're giving away Xboxes and PlayStation and stuff. Yeah, mate. I'll take- <laughs> yeah. Wait, which one would you take? I'd take the Xbox. Yeah, but it's a mystery gift. You don't know you're getting Xbox. Yeah, I'm a bit of a risk taker. But also on camera, would you say, just give me a subscription to your OnlyFans for the year? Are you going to say that on camera when they're filming you? Not no, absolutely not. 
It's like I, I, I don't understand if it's set up or not, but like there'll be people on the great party islands walking around with like a, a microphone and just asking people the most rogue questions. And some people are so honest. Like I was watching this, some girls like, yeah, I just shat in a bush, I did that, and then people are like, yeah, I came here, I got a boyfriend back home, cheated on him, and God you're like, damn. God damn, imagine that boyfriend watching that video going. The tic- Motherfucker The TikTok <laughs> algorithm Is just pushing it Like And it would be The worst part would be His mates They'd be saying Is this your girlfriend Yeah so and so And he'd be like No No Fuck's sake I just wonder If sometimes they're set up Or if they are They can't up. They're not set up I think you get Young enough kids pissed They'll say anything Into a microphone it's Look at us Put a camera in front of us A couple of mics We say anything yeah, A couple of microphones And a dream <laughs> Yeah that's all we need Should We should take ours over And do a little man On the street stuff Maybe <laughs> Imagine us down there. Good, good, good way to meet chicks, maybe. Yeah, it could be, but they probably just want their fifteen minutes of fame. Like they're not. Yeah, and don't you just? It's yeah. I don't get it. You just ask the weirdest questions. I can't. I can't. I don't get it. I, those guys have. I don't think those guys have really any talent. To be fair, the ones oh, asking the questions. Some of them get so many followers, right? But then. The follower base and the influencers has absolutely nothing to do with the person. There's no like character oh, correct. Over you utility. Can, yeah. Switch them out. And like no no one remembers the people doing the interviewing either. Like they remember the people on the interviews. But like you could have half a million followers just asking questions. No one cares. No. You just want to see like people Ben Maggot and saying dumb stuff. Yeah. <laughs> they are look. In the end of the day, they are entertaining. It just makes you feel a bit better about yourself. Like we've done some pretty dumb stuff on the source. Correct. You just look at those people and you're like, God, I'm glad. <laughs> yeah, in front of a camera is just the dumbest. It's, I don't know why well, they like, say you know, like, that. What's something your mum doesn't know? And then yeah. they would just say the most rogue thing. I'm like, jeez, I hope your mother is not on Yeah, TikTok. I've had a foursome. Like, and boys would like, like, they go deep. <laughs> they go deep and gross sometimes. You're oh. like, this is fucked up. <laughs> like, you can't be saying this right now, especially on camera. I wouldn't be saying that normally, yeah, let alone when anyone. someone's got a... Well, yeah. this is the thing. I reckon half of it is stuff they would have never told anyone. And yeah. bizarrely, they just put a camera in front of them like, you know what? I have to tell the truth. The truth like, serum. I to, yeah. I have to tell them exactly what's happened <laughs> just for my five minutes of fame, which but, is not fame. It's infamy. Like, it is disgusting. But hey. Well, we'll, we'll move on to a subject to someone who is famous. Now, okay. there, there are rumours going around which Taylor Swift is single-handedly contributing to the inflation of the Australian economy. With a upcoming tour. Yeah. Mate, people are forking out some serious, serious kanga to see T-Swift. Apparently she's got a really long back. <laughs> That's not what I expected you to say. Oh, mate, oh, I watched something today. Wait, you've, have you been down like just a Reddit conspiracy pipe? Dude, right? I don't know what shit I've been on today. This <laughs> is, hey, man, I go to the sauna and then you just get on some weird shit, some Taylor <laughs> Swift long back stuff. No, who was talking about it? Some Mero, these two, pod- they're on some Jimmy Fallon stuff. And they had to guess, like they're doing the names and they had to say one word. And, yeah. And he just goes long back. And the other bloke goes, Taylor Swift. <laughs> so, so then I went, then I was Googling it today. She does have, like I was just Googling Taylor Swift back. Just standard dimensions <laughs> of a human. Because <laughs> I don't know, you just end up Googling it. And she does, she's got a really long back. But I think it's because like her dresses are low cut as well that make it. Anyway, what was sorry? What was your what was your question? <laughs> Single handedly contributing sorry, to inflation. Yeah, yeah. Not her long back. There. Uh, how much money is she making? So the, the GA is four hundred. So I'm yelling to the market. GA is four hundred. Yeah. 
Dollars. Well, she's, yeah, yeah. She's doing the MCG, right? Hundred thousand followers. If you do, so you get eighty thousand. Eighty thousand. You probably yeah. Pack it out. Ninety four thousand. Yeah, ninety. So hundred bucks a ticket. Ninety thousand. Let's say the average price is what four hundred. Then we are minimum, but yeah, no more than average. Average price would be more than that because you pay for the big suites and stuff as well. So, so if, even if we're going conservative, nine point four. That, that, that's forty mil of revenue. Now she's not taking that all. But she would, I reckon, honestly, this and world, that's one show. This world tour, she would generate a hundred mil. And this is the thing they say, like the evolution of music. Like no one makes money off you know Spotify or records. You no, have to you play have to live. The only bands that do well are the ones that do live. So and that's why they do it back to back to back for like the whole year. Yeah, because just ruining themselves well, the rule, to make money. The rule of thumb is you put an album out, and then you release a song throughout the year, and then the next year you like. Go on tour, tour and you might write some more music and then like, you know, you do do that for the year after and then like it's a three year cycle. God, how it'd be would it be easy? But what happened? This is mate, back like artists do that now. They're like, oh, you know, really in a creative rut, you know, getting all these songwriters and shit, and it takes them three years to put out an album. The Rolling Stones, mate, will just get a villa in France, get a shitload of drugs, do as much of them as you can, and they were pumping out albums like every six months. And these weren't just, you know, filler albums, right? These are some of the best albums of all time. There was the Beatles did the exact same thing. Have you seen that have you seen that Beatles doco? No. They literally sat down and made the album within like a couple of weeks. Yeah. And then that was it. It was done. They just one gr- of the best albums ever. They just grinded it out. And now like musicians will have like, you know, thirty songwriters on the thing. They don't even do this. Well, maybe because it's so competitive, I guess. But well, um We were having this debate at work, right? Who's better? Re Re or Taylor Swift? It's got to be Taylor Swift. Rihanna is just a singer. She's not a musician, mate. She's just a singer. She's just a performer. Does not write any of her own music. Yeah, I'd say Taylor Swift. But then the conversation would be Taylor Swift and Beyonce over Rihanna. Rihanna's not as big as those two. Rihanna's more sex appeal? Yeah, 100%. But she's a performer. But this is what we say, right? Controversial opinion. Rihanna's not at the level of Beyonce. Controversial, but Destiny's Child. Oh, you said we're, this. All we're, the time. we're way better than Beyonce on her own. That is so wrong. We've been through this. I don't know why you keep going back it's to this. So wrong, but it's so wrong, but so right. It's not. It's not right at all. <laughs> what are your points again? What did, What are your main points here for Destiny's Child's being better? Yeah, they've had hits. Beyonce is iconic. I don't think you've listened to any of Beyonce's latest albums. Nah, I'm just, well, exactly. I'm just not a fan. It's probably not poppy enough for me. Oh, but you love Destiny's Child's. Who she's in. <laughs> she's in Destiny Styles, Jack, and you're not a fan. Maybe I just like bands. but we You just, just fucking like Ke- Kelly Rowland, her sister. Wait, <laughs> Kelly Rowland and her sister. Solange, is it? Yeah, Solange Niles. Look, good. You are Destiny Styles. Yeah, I'm learning a bit. But we talk about this as well. Like, who would be the biggest band of the last 30 years? Again, I'm a massive Oasis fan, but like. No, they're not the third, last who, 30. They were big in the 90s, but who is there from the last 20 years? Like, a genuine band who would just fill out stadiums and they're a bit like rough around the edges. Like, yeah, you got Coldplay, mate, but they're too clean. Like, they didn't do enough. So what, you want like a proper rock band? Like, I want smashing guitars, like, you know, rampant. But it's different eras of music. Drug now. abuse, fighting with your brothers, like, you know, uh, yeah, Fleetwood well, Mac, like hating each other. Like, well, just, now you've got like hip-hop artists and stuff now, so it's a different type of... Well, rappers rock are... Rock and roll's dead, sort of. It is, rock and roll is 100% dead. Rap, hardcore, for sure. Rappers are the new rock stars. It's a, They've almost gone too hard because they're just all killing each other. Well, they're not killing each other, but people killing them. 
you reckon I'll ever get to? Do you reckon I'll ever get to a point where I'm too big that I can't geotag my location because someone just going to pop nine bullets in me? I think it might have. There might be some a few cultural differences there, Jack, <laughs> that might keep you safe. I think you'll be all right. But it's yeah, it's a different style of music now. But you see the oldies like still Elton John at Glastonbury right now is just popping off. Everyone's loving him over yeah. there, and he's held, he's held out. He's been really strong for ages. I think Taylor Swift's the biggest artist of the last 20 years maybe one direction we big for very quickly because they knew the the band doesn't last long the boy band doesn't last long no. but they made they toured for like three or four years straight they knew simon cow was into them saying let's go let's make well, this coin from boy bands who do you reckon past boy band member has had the most successful career oh he, harry styles won the grammy last year no, for but, best album but then you look at robbie williams oh right yeah robbie's obviously he, he's playing at glastow as well isn't he he's so good what is I swear like there was this point in like the early to mid two thousands where every single person's mum would just play Robbie Williams yeah. on repeat. That that and uh God, sweet, sweet Keith Urban. Those were the two just I love them in the car. I so, just play them all the time. But boy blokes who come from boy bands well, Justin Timberlake. Yeah, Jay he has it he's gone very quiet. Yeah, yeah, he has. Really off the scene. I haven't that's what something played I hit my AirPods today on the Walk and you know how it plays your Apple music instead of Spotify? Yeah. One of JT's songs came on. And I was like, fuck, I haven't listened to JT in that long. He had, he had his moments in the early 2010s. Yeah. Then he's just gone missing as well. Interesting. You know, we're talking about the traditional trajectory of artists, right? So it's like when you first came onto the scene in your 20s and you had to crank out music because your clock was ticking in the eyes of producers. But now TikTok is a full, like, meritocracy, right? And, like, Kate Bush's song, Running Up That Hill from um, Stranger, Stranger Things. Things, got bigger and charted, you know, in terms of views, greater than it did when it was released. Like, it's good to see. Yeah, 100%. That and, like, I think that started with Guardians of the Galaxy releasing. Remember they went all the old 70s music, 80s music. And then just re-releasing that stuff for soundtracks just re- popped off. Remember when TikTok first came out and there was the, just the like Native American guy on like a, a scooter with like the, the cranberry, no, on a yeah, skateboard the, with the cranberry, the cranberry juice. juice. Those were early days, TikTok. Playing dreams. <laughs> what a dog, yeah. He's carved like, you know, broken down car. and he's just riding the skateboard to work. Drinking cranberries, some cholo. Yeah. That power was, to, those power, early days were great. Power to the people. He was going viral. Now it's pretty hard to go viral, I think. It's hard. You can't make any money on TikTok either. No. They pay you nothing. That's bullshit discrimination. Apparently there's a creator fund in the US and Europe, but not one in Australia. But they don't make that much money either. Well, I'd pro- I probably would have made 32 cents, mate. That'd go a long way. What's your, what, do you reckon you've made more money on the podcast or on your TikTok? <laughs> Well, we've, I've actually <laughs> lost money because I've had to buy equipment for the podcast, so it's sure as shit not that. I don't even know why we do this. For you to make money yeah. and me eventually. No, we do it because uh, there's a need for two white guys to uh, talk. Guys, we're setting up a, a, we're, we're setting a, a GoFundMe. It's a charity, the, the Lachlan Crawley and Jack Tossel Holiday Fund. Please donate and help two children in need. Yeah, the fund is if you see us in Thailand – of our 1,200 followers. No, you didn't. Please give us, no, please <laughs> give us a dollar. <laughs> if you see us in Thailand, no, you didn't. <laughs> and we're with a, 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 someone who looks like a girl, 
You didn't say that's especially <laughs> that is especially one of these are not the droids you're looking for. <laughs> exactly. Right. Let's take a break. Right, crawl. All right, crawls. We're back. And controversial subject I've got here. You know how I love to cook and cook up a feast. Must have been Saturday. It was just me and my sister here, slaving away, cook up an old style, just hearty bangers and mash. I don't know whether that's slaving away. If you with with a fantastic well. onion gravy. Oh, that is, yeah, okay. And my sister decides to put Heinz tomato sauce on it. Well, I was here the other night and she said the gravy was dog shit and it was weak. She has white girl taste buds, mate. I know it's not a spicy meal. But what do you she, mean? She grew up in the same house as you. Yeah, but she's the sort of person that finds white bread spicy. Yeah, like, right, like my grandparents. <laughs> like pepper is her paprika. Okay. So what was in the gravy? Just a good – was it a Gravox job or – No, it wasn't. Pan? Onion, beef stock, uh, <laughs> lots of salt, bit of butter. Well, okay, okay. So Some if herbs. I agree, if the gravy's there, is it over everything? Yeah. You, you don't put sauce on stuff. No. But if there's no gravy, you definitely – Also, I'm not a big ketchup guy. I'm what? more – I'm Master Foods tomato sauce. What What – Age you get where you know you can't just put tomato sauce on it. Like, Never. I will. I will have tomato sauce till I die, and I know that is a like a hot. Like I'll put it on everything. I reckon when and I was I've a, got a decent palate. I will say that. I reckon but, when I was at boarding school, there were blokes that loved tomato sauce, and I I, I was suspicious that they were even putting on their cornflakes for breakfast. <laughs> That's how much they. Well, loved see, it. Da- yeah, Dad banned me from putting on chicken. There were certain <laughs> things I could only put it on red meat. Yeah, was Dad's rule. Oh, you wouldn't put it on steak, would you? No, never. So yeah, no, not steak. But that's just like sausages and stuff and that's pretty much – oh, and it's great on a mash. I just – I would I would put so much tomato sauce on a mash and just swirl it up. So like that is delicious. The age-old debate, does sauce go in the fridge or does it go in the cupboard? Oh, you buy it. It doesn't matter. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the purpose of this show and entertainment. I will take a side and I'll say – Leave it outside of the fridge. But I mean, the one at home's in the fridge. So. Agreed. Personally, I think people that put tomato sauce in the fridge are legally not allowed to be within 50 metres of a school. But, but, but there There's is... something not right with them. But there is something, if I was to be a, a tomato sauce uh, connoisseur here, there's something about the, uh, the dichotomy of the, the temperature when you put it on the, the hot sausages in the cold sauce. No, you don't want It does something to your mouth, you know, it's just... Oh. Delicious. It's it's like a preserved, right? Like if it's made well, it should have that much salt and sugar in it. It's not going to go off. Well, it it doesn't go off. So yeah, you can leave it out. And you know, you're supposed to leave tomatoes out of the fridge as well. No, but I can understand that. Like you got a fruit bowl, and technically tomatoes are a fruit. I know. I saw that on Anthony from Queer Eye told me the other day when I was watching Queer Eye. There's one thing I learned from that weekend: been watching, binge watching Queer Eye. The but morning. no tomato sauce. It doesn't matter. Just don't put it on top of gravy. Like that is that is pretty gross. I will agree with you on that. Glad you don't mix it in with the gravy. No, you just don't do it. It's God, I feel like I'm starving now. I would. Ugh. The boys were getting smoky chooks after the sauna as well, <laughs> and we had to come here and record this. What happened to the old school charcoal chicken? Well, this is so smoky chooks in Richmond, a staple of Richmond. Like they sell out of it. You've got to pre-order the chooks. Like Thursday, Friday nights, they are sold out by seven thirty. You can't walk in there and get one. So the boys. Tonight they called up at maybe 6.40 and said, hey, can we pre-order some now so we can come over? Not till 7.30 could they get them chicken out to them. Like <laughs> this place is a, 
a charcoal chicken like establishment. I'll tell you one of the most rogue things. It reminds me when I was younger and I was playing football and we'd play, you know, local teams, the, the country towns around us. And, you know, sometimes you'd be lucky enough to play at Seymour. Seymour was one of the only towns big enough which had like a, ca- a KFC and Maccas. Yeah. And you played your game of under 12s or 14s, absolutely just, you know, ran your guts out. And you're looking forward to some Kentucky chicken. And one time we're all coming back and we stopped in at Kentucky chicken, Kentucky fried chicken through the drive through. And they're like, no, sorry, we're out of chicken. It's Kentucky fried chicken. In the early days. What's going on in Seymour? Like, you literally do one thing. Was it after like a Friday or Saturday night? Because that might be like a gourmet meal for the people of, uh, the people of Seymour. <laughs> I don't know why I've had a dip at Seymour then. <laughs> <laughs> Did you go through the Maccas then? What was your order? Also, I wasn't a big KFC man when I was young. I was a big Zingerberger not, man. Not till I got like 16 did I get into KFC. I really ate Maccas until I was probably 16. So what were you getting at the age of 12 from KFC? What was your order? I would have. I reckon I got a, a Zinger box. I was always- At the age of that young? Yeah. Did they have- But I didn't like They mayo. didn't have Zingers that- Yeah, they've always did been- they, But I didn't like mayo. You're kidding. You don't like mayo? No, I didn't. I do now. I've completely switched. So I get the Zinger stack an hour from hungover and I'll take out the supercharge or one of the sauces and just ask for mayo on it. So it's a, like a massive, it's like a Big Mac original recipe. Like it's a big, big sold thing. Cause it just, my, it just hurts my guts the next day. Kentucky fried chicken's what I imagine heroin's like. Just pure bliss in the moment. It is. A- it and is then so just sweet. Deep seated misery and self-loathing the second that it, Fin- you finish it. That is a great, a great description of what I feel, and the and the sauce, the supercharged sauce, really plays on my guts for the next like six to eight hours. I've never felt good after KFC. God, I could go some KFC right now though. <laughs> now that we're talking about it. Oh. Well, then on that note, do we have anything else to go through, or should we leave you to your own devices so that you can get some of the bird? I think that's pretty much it. Um, well, thanks for listening. Yeah. Uh, Stay tuned for next week because we have a special guest in Prime Train appearing on next week's oh, episode dropped, of the podcast. You dropped at the end of this one. I won't be here though. I'll be back in Aubrey getting my, getting my stuff for Thailand. So make sure the, that you give us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Music or whatever you listen it to and the footy gods will make sure that you kick five goals this weekend. I like that. I like that. And can you buy – um? can you just go and buy those certificates, the gift certificates to Maccas and they used to get at footy? Like the awards? Yeah. What? So you can just pretend that like, yeah, I won the five dollars. No, no. As in like we go buy it and then we can do like a giveaway of- Yeah. Let's do a Macca's rewards giveaway. If you give us five stars and you DM me, you will go into the draw to win a Kentucky Fried Chicken or-, or Either or. Either they, or. They can, pick, they can pick what they want. So make sure you to give the value us five of what- stars, take a screenshot- DM me, DM crawls if you want. Yeah, I'll be giving out Happy Meals. Uh, yeah. DM me, I'll give out Happy Meals. You can take the KFC. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Back, All right, guys. Back to you in the studio. Ciao.